Luca Dean. Gomez. Now we will be. That's better. Gomez. Oh, brilliant from Everton. Superbly finished by Townsend as well, but expertly created all rounds. Fired into the roof of the nets by Andros Townsend. His first goal for the club. Is it a winning goal that takes Everton through to the third round of this Carabao Cup competition? Hello and welcome back to the Everton Report podcast. I'm Luke and I'm also with co-host Tom. How are we, Tom? I'm good, mate. I'd be better if we uh, got to move on sign some players, but, you know, <laughs> you know how it is as an Everton fan. I know, I know. A few days left, so you never know. We can get a few bodies in the door. Um, we need them. We need them in. Not half. So, today is episode three of our podcast. Again, we just want to say a massive thank you to everyone who's listened to our first uh, couple of episodes. The sport hasn't gone unnoticed by Tom or myself. Uh, our social media username is at underscore Everton the Port. That's on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, so, it was a 2 1 win for the Blues last time off the East Wethersfield in the Carabao Cup. We made hard work, but in the end, didn't we, Tom? Obviously, the job got done in the end, but it wasn't easy. No, we never make it easy, do we? And uh, I think that was due to the team that uh, was picked by the manager. And I don't want to give the manager any sticks. I think he's got most things right so far. But I definitely think he got the team wrong during the week. And despite winning, we got away with one. No, I agree with you. Well, he made nine changes, didn't he? I, I would have been happy with three or four changes. Still kept a strong team up. But nine changes was a lot to me. But as you said, I thought we started all right. Me, the first half an hour, we had control of the game. And then we just fell apart once they had one chance. They had one little chance. But Begovic made a good save. He probably should have scored the rebound. And then... Since then, we just capitulated, didn't he? They just seemed to dominate for, for the rest of the half. And then, obviously, got that goal on the 45th minute. And then, it just got worse. And it went into the second half. But, yeah, I thought we started OK. But then, the first half after that was well, it started to bad. build up. It was building up and building up. I thought that we started around the first 10, 15 minutes to see that Moish King. Didn't he? he definitely should have scored at least one of them. Yeah. But the keeper made a good save off one of them. And he was getting positions, wasn't he? Where we looked, we looked a threat. We didn't look blunt. We looked quite quick on the counter-attack. And they didn't really pose any problems the first half an hour. But then you've seen, as they worked their way into the game, they had, which gave them a bit of confidence to go on and get another chance. And the goal at the end, it's just it's just poor defending. When you've got Michael Keane and Mason Olgin at centre-half, I think we're playing five at the back, weren't we, obviously. So we should be dealing with balls into the box. And that was our weakness, wasn't it? Let's be honest. No, no, no. I didn't get the, the five at the back either, to be fair. I don't get what he was trying to do with that. He just wants to give the players a bit of a run-out. Yeah, I think, I, I, think I think you're exactly right, mate. I think uh, he's just looking to give players who aren't getting a game playtime. I think the left-back, the French left-back, I don't want to even attempt to say his name. Because, uh, <laughs> just for uh, pronunciation reasons. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought he'd be a good game again. I think he's a good player. He's showing signs of progression. Hopefully, he gets more of see him a little bit more. Every every time because he, every time I see him, see him play, lad, he always makes an impression on me. Yeah, he's a threat on that left hand side, isn't he? I think defensively he can improve, but going forwards, I, I can't fault him really. He's got such a good cross on him getting forwards. I seen a good tweet that said if he was right footed, he'd save us a few million quid, wouldn't he? If he could have yeah, put him at right back. We I think we spoke about this last year that he could play in front of a left. He could play left winger, couldn't he? Could he? He could play. You could imagine him playing a bit further up the pitch, can't you? With the, his ability to beat players. His speed, his directness. Well, when Moise Keane got sent off, which we'll go into later on, he put a Wobi up front and he put Nkonku left wing. 
that's what he's done. So he was playing and, further and forward in the second him. half. That was that was the move that made sense to him because he had. He, let's be honest, he left himself short on the bench. Let's just be honest and say it how it is. We should have one hundred percent had a centre forward on that bench, whether it be DCL or Michalson. You got to have a centre forward on the bench. Probably weren't thinking that his only centre forward was going to get sent off, did he? Speaking of that, I, I when I first watched it, I thought it was soft, but I've seen it going now. Now where you actually see him. I think you've seen the picture yourself, haven't you? Where you actually see him grab the neck of the, yeah, well, the field I, player. I didn't, I didn't see any of that at first. All I seen was the shoulder charge. That's the only thing I seen. He ran into the side of him. The lad was a bit late, wasn't he? That's what made the reaction. And then he ran into the side of him, shoulder charged him. I did not see him put his hands around his neck, but the referee was quick to get his red card out, wasn't he? Let's be honest. Well, I seen him have a, a push, but a push doesn't warrant a red card. Of course it? Like, not, that, course that's not. a bookable offence, but. When I've seen it back, I've seen him with his hands round his neck, and it might just be the way the angle is. I don't know, but from that picture, it made me think, okay, maybe he's got the right choice there. That yeah, straight red. He's well, rising front for two, no isn't he? No matter whether it was a straight red or not, it's pathetic. It was a stupid thing to do in the situation we were in at the time. Was it one one at the time? Yeah, one one. One one at the time away to Huddersfield, just they're growing in confidence, weren't they? You could see that taking off the balls they were getting into the box. They're growing in confidence. Thinking you get a bit more belief, thinking that you go on and win the game, and then our oh, centre forward goes and does that. It's just stupid. Sounds mad to say, but when we went out of 10 men, we seem to have more control of the game then, which sounds I, insane to even mention it. I'm not I saying it was all Moise Keane's fault, by the way, but mm. I thought we were we were better when he went off the pitch, which was just strange, I thought. I just thought we dug in. I thought everyone realised that we, had, we were going to have to dig in to get a result here. It wasn't going to be an easy, we're just going to pass the ball around, like that type of thing, that type of vibe. I thought it was just. Everyone decided, yeah, we're not losing tonight. We're going to dig in, we'll get another goal and we'll shoot up shop. And I thought we did. I thought the substitutions by the manager after the red card were good. I thought the substitutions to bring on Luca Dean, he calmed everything down, didn't he? He just brings a bit of a bit of confidence. Helps everyone relax. I thought Gomez played well when he came on as well, to be honest. No, I agree with impact. All the subs made an impact. I agree with you about Lucas Dean. He just, he just made the defence so assured again, didn't he? Come on. He can't have everything down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then Gomez too. Gomez did look sharp when he came on. Even the assist that he got, he's linked up well with a Wobby there, doesn't he? Good goal. Good pass from Gomez for the um, Townsend's finish. But even on the ball, he just looked, looked a lot better, didn't he? Going forward. Stuff like that. His passing was a lot better than what you've seen last season. And then Damari Gray also, his pace out wide was just a threat. As soon as he came on, he had the chance or two, which he created himself. And yeah, I agree with you, but the, 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 the subs made a massive, massive impact on that game. And he just, uh, he just gave us the control back, didn't he? Mm. I thought we lost the control in the first 15, 20 minutes of that half, especially with the red card. And I thought we got got away with one with their goal, with their goal disallowed, to be honest. I understand that Campbell stands in the way of the goalie, and it's difficult for him to see. But if it was the other way around, I'd be fuming. I, I think that's a goal. I, I understand what people say about obstruction, he can't see the ball, but come on. That way and why it was disallowed, it was disallowed because it was a foul on, I'm not sure if it was Keane or Holgate, but whoever scores the goal, apparently fouls the defender. I think Did it was Keane. Did you no, see a foul? No, I, I, I agree. It was nowhere near a foul. There was nothing wrong with it, but there was nothing wrong with our Moise Keane goal in the first half. That was Myers on side, so yeah, yeah, it swings around the ball, it? It had shades of Villarreal, didn't it? That's what it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what it was like. That's a perfect way to put it. That. But it was it was one one we had on on the disallowed goals, which shouldn't have been. We had one the first half, they won the second half, so it bounced it out. Um, yeah, well to be honest, I thought Keane took his goal well as well. We haven't spoken about that, but Keane did take his goal nicely. But I don't yeah. know. I didn't see whether he was offside or not. I thought it was very, very tight. It was tough to say, to be honest. 
So well, I haven't seen a full on replay back, but what I've seen in the pictures on Twitter, he looks like he's level, maybe just a yard on size. I think if he had intervened from behind, so behind from where my stream was, so it's difficult to see that. You need to see it from the other angle, don't you? So you can get a proper mm, look at it. Possibly, it's a toe. It's, it is an inch, isn't it? If he is off, it's an inch, and if he's on, I think with this so. new law where you get you get the bigger line, don't you? Know, think about the better size if yeah, intervenes, but we'll never know. No. But um, overall, we're into the next round, aren't we? QPR away, because they're always done last night. Another tough away game to a championship side. They've actually started the season well, to be fair, too, QPR. So that won't be easy again. But you'd think we'd have enough there to go and win. I don't think he'll make nine changes for that one. No, probably not. Probably not. But he'll have to play a stronger side, won't he? You won't know what side he's going to play until we see where we're getting on. Is it the deadline on Tuesday, is it, mate? Tuesday. It's soon, isn't it? It's very soon. It's towards the end of this month. So we haven't got long left now. Well, we've got to hope that no one leaves as well, because I'm just... Sitting here a bit worried, thinking about Michelle, who may be leaving, and I, I know Calvert-Lewin's going to stay, but I'm convinced that if a if a bid's greater than let's say seventy five million came in for Michelle, which it could do, I think I think we'd let him go, and then we'd be if we didn't get any replacements, we'd be in a tough, tough position. Well, as we were saying, man, if we're going to get rid of him, we'd have to have the replacements lined up ready. If that if they got the, like a right back lined up and another winger, and they're already ready to go, just ready to have a chance and bring them in. Then so be it. But I'd rather keep a Charleston and just build it around him because yeah. you don't sell your best players, do you? You just want to keep yeah, them there. It'd be a difficult situation all around, though, because we'd have if we sold them. Let's say if we sold them tomorrow. It's Thursday today. We Friday tomorrow. We've got till Tuesday, right? And you've got you've got eighty million pounds to work with. You just everyone. If you're just rushing about that, aren't you? If you're rushing. You're buying the wrong players. We've done this before when we've had big money. We spent it on the wrong players. I'm not saying he'd, he'd get it wrong. I'm not saying the manager would get it wrong or brands would get it wrong. I'm just saying that it's it's a difficult situation to put yourself in because the fans are all expecting sign and sign and signs, and then you've just got to make them. So you miss out on your first target. Here's an example for you. We made the, the, the summer we were after Wilfred Zaha from Palace. I think we made two or three bids, didn't we? Mm. And after the third bid got turned down, we went away from him and we signed a Wobie. And we'll go on to a Wobie because I, I, I want to speak about him because I think it's important that we do speak about him. But it just goes to show you how much panic can spread through a club when you've sold one of your best players and you need replacements. The fans are putting you under pressure to get replacements in. And you rush. So it's a difficult one to handle. I hope you get it right if it comes to it. Hopefully he stays, but again, as you mentioned there, if we do sell him for 75, 80 mil, teams will know that we're desperate to replace him and they're not going to let us sign any players for cheap. They're going to add an extra 10, 15 mil on 20 places. That'd be fine, get Because they'll know we've got a few quid there now and we're desperate to replace. So That's it's just an ever ending cycle. We've had, a, we've had a 10 million plus premium. Everyone knows that, that we've got money. So everyone just put, oh, we had another extra 10 mil on. Evan coming in for that player, we will add an extra 10 mil on that. Don't you worry. This is crazy, we just We just settle for it, we just put up with it. But uh, going on to Alex Awobi, because I wrote down his name twice here, because we gave him a lot of stick, didn't we, previously? I think you give him a lot of stick. Don't be dragging me into that. I've, <laughs> I I've did, been I a Awobi's fan this season. Right, right, rightfully so. Rightfully yeah. so. I, I, just, I just see what I, you know what I mean. It's not like I'm picking on him. I want him to do well. We spent a lot of money on him. I think he's got something somewhere. But, to be fair to him, I thought he had a good first 25 minutes. He scored a nice goal, didn't he? Good mm. ball by Davis. And then the second half, especially after much key went off, he went up front. Because he, he played well for us, didn't he? Apparently he's playing with injury as well. Didn't know that. I didn't know that, but I've seen Rafa said it after the game, didn't he? Um, last 20 minutes he was injured and he's carried on. I think he's looked sharp all season. He started with the Southampton game, didn't he? He came off the bench there, he made an impact on that game. Got an assist. 
we did the Corey goal, set up a chart and crossed in for Carl Lewin. So we started well there. Then against the joints last week, he started the game and I thought he had a decent game there too. And he's carried it on into this game. So I'm happy with how we started the season, but it's just got to be consistent with it now, hasn't he? But I think when he says it's getting the best out of him, that we'd we like to see, what we need to see, the money that we've paid for him. Well, we didn't see anything, have we? Let's be honest, the past couple of years, maybe the Wolves game at home, he had a good game there. It was scored. his first two games, when it was Wolves, and he played in the Cup before that, and he scored in the, in the Cup game too. I think it was Fleetwood or somewhere along those yeah, lines. I think, yeah, and I, remember, I think I do remember bits. But yeah. he scored a nice goal, didn't he, against Wolves, scored a header. And then... He was he's in he's been in and out a lot. Let's just be honest and say that it is. He's been in and out a lot. He hasn't really had a, he hasn't really had a good a massive run in the side, and he, he didn't deserve it because he he's been average, below average a lot of the time. But to be fair Definitely. to him, the past three games because he's he's, he's been impactful in all of them. We got to give him his credit, and I will give him his credit where it's due. Hopefully, he continues. Definitely, because we need it. It's good that we're having options now, isn't it? That we could have uh, different options out wide. Of course, wide, yes. Like we, need the, we need wingers to be able to give us assistant goals. We haven't had yeah. that, have we? We just haven't had it. We've been relying on the two front men for goals for two, three years now. We need wingers to add. And Gray is part of that. We need goals and assists. Directness. Definitely. But the two new signs are already bagged out. Only Gray got one against Leeds and Sands and bagged uh, against Wilsfield. So they've all settled in quite well, it looks like. Sands didn't have the best game, did he? I don't think. But to get settled with a goal, he's got to be happy at the end of it. He's won us a game there, so I'm no, looking forward with that. He wasn't amazing, but he done his job, didn't he? And he worked hard as he always does. And yeah. to be fair to them, it was a it was a lovely goal. The second goal, was a lovely goal, nice link up play. I think Gomez plays into Obi's feet and then runs off him yeah. down the line, whips it in. And to be honest, it's a good finish. The way a great finish. It's not there. easy. You make it look easy the more it is. Roof of the net. Roof of the net. So definitely. Happy with it. Good stuff, good stuff. Good start. Shall we get into the uh, the player ratings then? Yeah. Right, so, we'll start with the goalkeeper. I've given Begovic a seven. We'll have a decent game. Make a few good I saves in the seven. first half. Yeah, and then we'll save in the second well. half. It was a fingertip save. They actually scored from the resulting corner. They only got disallowed. But yeah. that save that he made was unbelievable. Fingertip save. Just pushed it over the bar. I thought he had a solid game. His kicking yeah, isn't the best, is it? But you're expecting that. But he's a good shot stopper. So, I give him a seven. Yeah, he was solid. He didn't make any massive mistakes. I thought he could have commanded his area a bit more off the corner because I thought we were under pressure a lot off the set piece. I felt like every time they swung the ball in, he looked dangerous. Obviously, they had that Tom Leeds who scored. He scored this, this, this allowed goal as well, did he? Yeah, I think he did, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. Well, obviously, that's not his job. It's Michael Keane and Mason Olgate's job to defend that. And obviously, that never happened, did it? They could. I was watching, I actually watched the two goals back there, two headers. And Michael Keane's nowhere to be found. Always at the back of the pack. Six foot six, nowhere near it. So, we'll go on to him now. Yeah. What did you give John Joe Kenny? I gave him a six. Same. I did. And it's not because he had a terrible game. He didn't make mis- He wasn't making mistake after mistake. He just doesn't look right. He just looked. He didn't stand out, really. He didn't stand out, sir. Yeah. I tell you now, I was watching the game we made, and we both said the same thing. He looked completely shot of any confidence. Hmm. Does. Any confidence that he had a few years ago when he first burst into the team, he didn't burst into the team, but he was playing well. I don't think anyone could deny that. He had a few good performances and he was in and around the first team squad. I just think he looks shot of any confidence. No, he does. Well, he's getting on now. He's 24. I know John Joe Kenny, so he's got to become an He's a man now. He's not a kid anymore. He's got to start taking his chances. And I just don't think he's going to be good enough to play for Leaven, is he? Let's be honest. No, we need, no, we need, we need better like in that position. It's a shame as well because obviously, local lad was obviously tipped. For big things, because let's be honest, I watched them when he was a kid. We watched them at Goodison when he was a kid, wasn't it? Uh, 
the under 18s or the under 21s won the league and he looked great. So it's difficult to say. Well, he was but... the captain, Everton, didn't he? When we yeah, when we won captain. the um the Premier League on the twenty three Cup. I swear he was in the England team when they won the World Cup. So I'm pretty Calvary. sure he was, yeah. I am not sure where he started, but he was definitely in the team. Yeah, exactly. He was there, weren't he? So he's obviously had a good upbringing with, with the club and the, the nation, but I just hasn't seen the workout when he's talking to the Everton team as a first small, team. Isn't he? he is a little bit small. I don't like saying that about fullbacks because obviously you see some great fullbacks who are small, but he is a little bit small. I mean, that, that's, that makes much of a difference. So you can be small and still be a good defender, can't you? You can, you can be, but if, like you, that, if but... you're not a good defender and you're tall, that, um, you can like make up for it in some aspects, do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, and he can't do that. He just hasn't got them attributes. It's a shame. Yeah. I know, it is. We need better, don't we? And like, as, as you say, though, it's a bit of being a local lad, so you want him to, do, you want him to succeed more, don't you? But yeah, I just can't see a way. Now. I, think, I think his chance is gone. But we'll agree. see what happens. Um, Brandtweet. Uh, I gave him a 6.5. I gave him a 6. He didn't do much wrong, but he didn't stand out to me again as like an, an out the ordinary or do anything spectacular. Um, so I've just given him a 6. Well, it, the, the, the problem is that he should be getting leadership from the two other centrals he's playing next to, Holgate and Michael Keane, and that's mm. just not the case. Not him being Michael Keane and bad. you're not being picked to captain the sides against the Tuesday night against Huddersfield, how that must make him a feel. Seeing Mason Holgate being picked for the captaincy. Yeah, I've seen that. Well, uh, you, you'd struggle, wouldn't you? Because I just don't think that they're helping him out. I think, obviously, he's, he's came back from, from an injury, hasn't he, Bramthwaite? I'm pretty sure he was injured. Well, he's been injured a few times since the last time that we've seen him. I know he's been alone in a few places. He went to Blackburn, didn't he? Went to the right there, too, weren't he? Yeah, he was Blackburn, doing all right, but he got injured, didn't he? He, he mm. seems to pick up a lot of injuries and have that bug. But every time I've seen him play for Everton, I thought he looks like a decent player. He looks like he could develop. Obviously, obviously, he'd probably better going on loan somewhere and getting proper game time. Cause he's a full season under his belt somewhere. He's not going to get a lead, is he? Let's be honest. Not for now. We've got to get rid of a few, haven't we? Yeah, and like, do you know what? If we, even if we could manufacture the move away from for for a Holgate or for a Keane and he came in and be like the fourth choice centre-half, I probably wouldn't mind that. But yeah, same. Obviously, there's too many centre-halves at the club, so he's got to go out on loan. Yeah, probably the best move for him, isn't it? Getting a little low on us. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Mason Holgate, I thought he had a decent game. Yeah, on Tuesday against Huddersfield, I give Holgate a seven. I gave him a six. So I thought in the first half, he was the best defender, winning headers, winning tackles. He brought a good ball into towns in the first half, too, um, into the centre of the park. Even in the second half, there was a few tackles that he was making. He was drawing fouls. He was just a, a professional performance. But again, you've got to ask questions for the first goal. He gets beaten in the air. It's him and Michael Keane, isn't it? That's Both of them get beaten in the air all the time. Stood in the box. Not like Mason Algate, five foot seven, lads. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying he should win every header either because that's impossible. But come on. He's got to command his area. As a goalkeeper would command his area, he's got to command that area. And he just don't do it. Not enough fill you with any confidence. No, no, definitely. It's got to be Godfrey and me. I mean, he's had this conversation about 100 times yeah, now, but... It's got to be, lad. It's Godfrey, Satie, Ben Godfrey's back on that side. And I'd like to see any me and a partner with him. <laughs> just be up there together. Well, he, said, he mentioned Godfrey, didn't he? Godfrey travelled down with them, but he didn't think he was fit enough to play the game because he's been isolating, obviously, for two weeks or whatever it is. So, hopefully... Is it Satie or Sunday? Satie, isn't it? Just three o'clock, Satie. Hopefully, he plays because uh, we need it. Definitely. Going on, Michael uh, Keane, what did you give him? 5.5. 5.5. I gave him a 5. And so you've got a little point five on for him. He didn't make a goal. He didn't make a, an error leading to a goal this time. But he just 
there was like a period, I think it might have been in the second half, where for like 10 minutes straight, he was just passing the ball to them. It felt like he was just passing it to them. Like, there were so many opportunities where he had the ball at his feet and he's getting closed down and he just kicks it out of play. He just yeah. kicks it long. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm a, I haven't got a problem with defenders kicking it long, but kick it in the direction of someone in a blue shirt or whatever shirt we were wearing, do you know what I mean? Where someone can chase it down, might get, might get a second shirt, ball or you know, get the loose ball. No, I know what you mean. It's panic, lad, and he panics and he's had such a bad start, hasn't he? Let's be honest. Been awful. I think we went back to a back four. He, he was better in the second half when Digney came on. It settled the defence down completely, didn't it? I think since that, when he come on, it made a massive difference to the whole defence. He, he seems okay then, but up until that point, he weren't having the best game, was he? No, well, he has the all Michael Keane. Have you seen think, uh, he definitely, definitely needs to sit on the bench for a few weeks and see if he can get himself together. Definitely. Hopefully, as we said, Sati, Ben Godfrey. We need yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, Godfrey and Mina. Let's just be honest, though, and it sounds desperate because we're asking for an old 21, 22, a 22 year old kid. Yeah. But he's yeah, that good. He was that good last year, and Keane's been. He's our best sign. And the summer, where we've signed Alan Rodriguez to Corey, and a kid from Monaco is your best sign. Shows, mm. shows how much of a good player he is, doesn't it? Let's be honest. He looks like a great player. He's gonna, Hopefully we see the same thing. get better. Hopefully he continues to get better and improve. I feel like he's captain material, though, from what I see. He, he seems a type, doesn't he? He's a voice on the pitch. He loves to tackle. Um, Who's next? Yeah. Left back in Conquer. Uh, I give him a seven. Same. I'll give him a seven. I thought he had a very good oh. game, mate. Yeah, all, all, in the first half, more so, he was a threat on that, that left-hand side. Where he was so many times when... He beats his man, get a ball out wide and get a ball into the box. He started in the first few minutes, to be fair, he put a ball into the box for Keane, who had a shot on goal. Um, and then there's a lovely feint, as well, that I remember that he done. Nice little skill, bomb down the wing. He's just quick. And he, as you said, I can see him be- becoming a winger, mate. Moving forward yeah, in the well, future, I can see that happening, definitely. He doesn't seem like a terrible defender, but he just seems to find himself out of position just because he is adventurous, isn't he? He likes getting forward. He, likes he bombs forward a lot, a lot, doesn't he? But why not? He's got the ability to. That is the modern why. fullback, isn't it? That is mm-hmm. the modern fullback. It, to be a, that ability to be able to get forward, cause fewer problems, and then still defend at a high level. That is it. So I don't see why he hasn't got a future at the club. No, I agree. Well, we just saw that TA Small, not saw, but he's, he's just totally right. That's TA Small. So it's between him and Dean now, you'd imagine, for the left back position. Well, he's the backup, isn't he? He's the backup. He's the cover. Very much. He won't be going on loan, really, because there's Dean no one just else. Get injured, really. I think. Dean got injured last year for a period of time, so... But when he did, he didn't seem to give Nkonko a chance, did he, Ancelotti? He put Goffey there or, or Delft started... sometimes. Yeah. Well, we got him from Leon, didn't we? Did we get him from Leon? Yeah, Leon. Well, he was in Millburn or well, something like that, 1.5 million. We mil. got him from Leon and he started the game at, at home to... Was it Salford? I think it was. He played Salford at home. I think Michael Keane scored ahead in that game. Yeah. And he was brilliant. I mean, he thought he was this lad and then he played against West Ham in the, the cup. He beat them 4 1 and all, mm. and he looked good again. And then we never seen him, he went off the scene completely, didn't he? And we were there was one game that, that there was one game that he started when it was Newcastle away. He got beat, yeah. He wasn't season. as great, he wasn't as great, let's be but honest. But it him, though. Like the, the whole lineup that day was just shocking. That's where Goins was playing like right wing, it was yeah, just it a crazy, sense, crazy team, wasn't it? He got, he got left, left exposed, and that will happen at some point yeah, because if he's a, he's a fullback who likes to bomb on, he's got to get caught in behind sometimes, isn't he? That's just. What happens in football, especially at this level? That's it. When you're on forward that much, you need to weigh up on your defence too. But he's only young and he's raw. But I think we have got yeah, a decent player there. He's, he's raw. He's a raw talent. Yeah, not half. Um, who's next? JP Cabarrus. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm happy to see him back. Just great to see him doing 90 minutes, isn't it? Hopefully he can put, get a few games in this belt and stay consistent. Now, I don't think he had the best game, did he? But it's just getting 90 minutes under the belt for him. He's been out for that long. So I give him a 6.5. I gave him a 7. I agree with what you're saying. I, I didn't think he was amazing. I seen people on Twitter and say that he was amazing. That was not the case. No, he looked he a bit was. slow. I thought he started the first 10, 15 minutes quite quick. Mm. He received the ball and he'd play it. And he's big, isn't he? I think that matters. I don't care what anyone tells me about where he plays. I think he's, he's physically imposing. He so is, he definitely. He's big, isn't he, as you said. I think we've seen that when he went, the, the games he played for. I know he's only played three, four times. But the, the Watford at home, in particular, when he started the game, I thought you could see that the signs of a player in there just because he's so big and commanding. He can get up and down. Obviously, he's been injured for a long time and he might not still have the legs or the energy. But... I didn't think he looked bad. I thought the seven was it's a bit generous, but I like seeing him play. Mm. It, made me, it made me smile seeing him out there, you know what I mean? Being That's it, yeah. It's just good seeing him out back on the pitch, isn't it? He looked all right in pre season, to be fair, but it's different levels now, isn't it? When it's a professional game. So of course it is. we'll see what we can see. But I think there is a play there. He's just got to work on his passing and stuff like that and get him back up to fitness. But the fact he's playing 19 minutes is enough for me. So hopefully we'll see more of him this season, a consistent combat. I think he will. I think we are going to see a lot more of him. It looks like, doesn't it? It looks like he's back now. So I'm not told me breath, but. Don't jinx anything. Yeah, exactly. So, fingers crossed anyway, but I'm happy he's back anyway. Yeah. Um, who's next? I've got Tom Davis at a seven. He got Tom Davis had a very good game, me. I gave him a seven. I agree. I, I thought yeah. his distribution was good. I thought, especially in the first half, that ball through, obviously, for a Wobie, that stands out in your brain, doesn't it? Cause it was a, it was a nice assist, though. Just the assist. He took the ball, he carried the ball well, and he played the pass at the perfect time. Like, the whole goal was was, was quality. And it was a nice finish, too, from what we should have got onto, but Davis done very well for the goal. He did, yeah, and a seven, a seven's about right. I thought he could yeah, have, spot on. The, the problem with Tom Davis, I think a lot of Everton fans, he could have had a nine there because he could have took control of that game. Do you know when, when it's going back and forth and the pendulum swinging and that momentum's up in the air? He's got to take control of that game. And yeah. I just don't know whether he's, he's got that in him. I don't think he ever has. Much, he, he's always asking for the ball, which is what I like. He, he doesn't shy away. No, he doesn't. He's not scared. He's not scared at the moment. He's not scared of the ball. He won't run from it. He won't He won't shift the responsibility to someone else, which is a positive, I suppose. But mm. as I said, he's got a seven, which is okay, which is a, it's a good, decent score. But he could have had a nine, especially away. Like if he wants to make his mark and start pushing this, pushing the manager for the place in the starting 11, he's got to make these performances count because it doesn't last forever. He can't just be playing Huddersfield in the Cup every year. Do you know what I yeah. mean? He's got he's to push on at some point. So, but yeah, a seven. Yeah, seven to solve. I agree what you're saying there, dog. He's got to start pushing on now, hasn't he? He's not the kid anymore. That'll be that burst onto no, the scene. Kids. These players aren't kids exactly. anymore. You've got to start treating them like grown men, haven't you? At the end of yeah. the day, like, you either do it or you get out. That's it. As you said, go with them being from Liverpool, being a scout, you want them to succeed even more, yeah, don't you? Like yeah, the same with John Joe Kenny. But... Especially with the way Davis started, because Davis started so brightly and everyone thought, Oh, he could be a great player for us, and obviously that has materialised in that sense. But he's a good squad player. I'm not trying to. I, I like Tom Davis. I know a lot of Everton fans have got something against him, which is unfair, I think. But mm. I like him, and hopefully he continues to get better. But seven. Well, every manager we've had seems to fancy him, doesn't he? Let's be honest. Yeah, we've had about sixteen managers in the past five years, and yeah. they've all they've all fancied him. So, well, I think he's true, just isn't like... he's an honest player, lad. Like you know what you're gonna get. That's the one. So hopefully you can gonna uh, continue in the squad this season, improve them. But seven to fair results, I think I agree with you there. Fairly yeah. and sorry. Uh, um, what did you give Tarnand? 
It would have been a six because he got the winner. I'll give him a seven. Yeah. Because overall, seven. I don't think he had I... the best game. His, his, his crossing and stuff weren't the best. There were a few corners that it was just weren't the best corners. And his crossing weren't amazing. But when him scoring the winner, it's a good finish, isn't it? So I bumped it up to a seven for him. Yeah, I, I gave him a 6.5, 7 in that range. I thought he had a decent game. He wasn't massively terrible. Uh, <laughs> obviously, his goal bumps that rating up just because he won us the game. He Definitely. He the game in goal, didn't he? So, good on him. Good start. Yeah, good start. I agree. Um, your man, Alex Awobi. I give Awobi an 8. Bloody hell. I give him a 7.5, and I think I might have compensated just for me giving him a lot of abuse, do you know what I mean? I just thought, ah, yeah, I'll just give him an eight. Yeah, <laughs> bump it up for being rude last week. <laughs> for being rude. <laughs> being honest. Being honest. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Before, I, I thought he had a decent game again, mate. It's, it's took his goal very well, didn't he? Yeah, I, I, well, I thought he was man of the match. I, if we had to pick mm. someone on the pitch, I thought he wasn't, he didn't, he wasn't amazing throughout the whole 90 minutes, but especially in spells, he was good. And obviously, he scored the goal. The first goal, and he set up the second goal. Basically, that's it. We're seeing improvements now. I mean, from what we've seen the last year or two with Awobi, where he doesn't do anything in the game, he just he just goes through the game. We're seeing him make impacts now, so that's all you can ask for at the minute. We've got to keep improving and stay consistent, and I think we'll be all right with Awobi this season. Well, yeah, but, if he's not gonna, if we're not going to be able to sell him, which it doesn't look like he does, because obviously his wages are probably ridiculously high. No, definitely will be, won't he? He probably be on about four hundred grand a week now, and everything. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, to be fair to him, he he played well the first three games. Also, get a weight lead. I think we mentioned this in the last one. I thought he had mm. a decent impact. He should have had an assist, and he got a goal and 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 and, and half assist, wasn't it? Let's put it that way. Yeah, uh, a hands and finish. So kill it to him. Goes no, on. No, happy days. Keep it up, Obi. Um, who's left? The last one, Moist Keen. It's a difficult one, isn't it? I, I was saying to you, he's getting a three, but I'm going to give him a five. A three? That'd be harsh. That'd I know. Be I was actually after the game, weren't it? I was like, he's getting a three off me, but I'll, I'll give him a five. a three? Yeah. I gave him a six. Six, yeah? Yeah. Even after the red card? Even after the red card. No, I don't know about that. He was all right, weren't he? But that's a six. After getting sent off, too. Purposely getting sent off. Don't want to do me the most. The way he just walked off and accepted it. After yeah, being the way he was off. just happy to walk off. Yeah. Like, he just went, all right, then, no worries. He yeah, didn't argue with Chase, didn't speak to other players, didn't even speak to the manager. He just stored no. out the phone. That's what annoyed me the most. Like, like what he is, he's a spoiled brat. Let's just yeah. be honest. I like, like saying that about people because obviously he's still only young. He's basically our age, isn't he? So imagine you in that situation. But come on now. I was just getting Ashley Williams and Morgan Schneider vibes, and I just I just didn't like what I was seeing. Like because he actually was okay first half. He took his offside goal well, and he had yeah, a very good. that did very good finish, and he had a few chances to it, which which he was he was playing all right. But then to, to get sent off like that when we're one one in the cup game, it's just it's just it's, it's a shame because you could see he, he goes into a game and he's thinking I need to get on the score sheet here, like I need to take a bit of pressure off my shoulders because everyone <laughs> all eyes are in when he plays up front by himself because everyone's thinking if you want to go lad. Show us what you can do. I understand that that part of it in his head, and he's only young, so that, that that's another part because he's not fully matured into a, a professional football player in the Premier League that, at that level yet. So I get, I get his frustrations because he should have scored. Let's be honest, he had three chances. I know he's offside goal, but he should have scored one of the chances where was it in concrete put the ball through to him. I think he had two big chances in the first fifteen minutes, didn't he? That was, yeah, one of them was in Conku in the first five minutes, weren't it? He put it across the got to score the one of them, and then I think he probably goes on and has a better game. He might get two or three, but... There was another one, weren't there? When he... on without him scoring a goal. His head goes. 
Yeah. Well, what happens now? Does he miss the Brighton game or does he miss the next cup game? I'm, I'm not sure how it works. works, to be honest. I haven't mm. really looked and it wouldn't really matter either way because he wouldn't be getting a game, would he? But now we haven't got a replacement striker. So if Richarlison or DCL get injured on the weekend, which is possible, but Everton, how many injuries did we do with per, per season? We yeah. have no luck with these things. So Richarlison or DCL could get injured on the weekend and we've got no striker on the bench. Well, hopefully it's hard. just in the cup games that he misses, but I'll look into it anyway. We'll see. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Um, the subs just before, what the subs have made, they yeah. all made the yeah. impact, yeah. I think. Have we rated them? We didn't rate them. No, no. So we'll get on to them now. They all deserve it, don't they? So we'll start with Lucas Dean. I'll give Dean a seven. I gave him a seven, yeah. I think he came on. He calmed everyone down. He done his job, didn't he? He done what the manager told him to do when he came on. You could tell he had a clear role and he just came on and he executed it. That's what he should do. That's it. It was just that professionalism, wasn't it? He just came yeah, on, that just the, the defence, calmed everything down, and it was just a, a yeah. great performance. So, solid from Lucas Dean, seven. Um, Andre Gomez? Yeah, I give him 7.5. Yeah, same. 7.5 for me there, too. Thought he played well when he came on. That assist, I was really thinking so well with a ball before that, doesn't he? And um, there was a good ball that he played through to Damari Gray, too, with the last kick of the game. I hope you remember it. Gray was one-on-one. Uh, one on yeah, one, I do, I do. Yeah. It, was what, he, 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 it was his touch, wasn't it? He over it, he over it a little bit on, as he's running, running in. Yeah, yeah, that was but, the one. But, yeah, Gomez was solid, weren't he? He made an impact. It was that's what you can ask for. Off the bench, and he made an impact, and that's sometimes all you can really ask for, isn't it? Too many times last season, we played subs, and he's just ghosted through the last 20 minutes of a game. Yeah, he just came anything. off the last 15, 20 minutes. It was a ball we were in it most of the time, and Bernard last season, but... It seems this season the subs are actually making an impact, so that's all you can ask for them, really. So, well, that's yeah. that's good management, doesn't it? Shows that he's a slide by him. Definitely, I agree. And then the final sub was Damari Gray. Yeah. Uh, I Again, I'll have to give him a step on me. I thought he looked good when he came on. I thought he looked sharp. Obviously, he's running behind. I changed the whole perspective of it. I was screaming. I was sitting here watching the game, and I was screaming for Damari Gray. Soon yeah. as Moish Keem went off. Said you move Awoi back over and put Gray up front and go for it. I think that made more sense. It did. He, he, he was a threat, weren't he? As soon as you come yeah. on, his pace, his pace well, is, is a nightmare for any defence to deal with. Of course it is. Once course. He gets Especially going. a championship defence. I'm exactly. not saying that the levels are massively dropped, but they are. That's just yeah. the reality of things. No disrespect to others, is it? But as you say, it's a championship defence. So you, you play like Gray with his pace, it's going to cause problems. Not to know who you're yeah. playing against there. So I thought, yeah, he was solid. There was a few times where he beat his man. And then um, obviously that bit with. Gone was at the end there when he's won a man, probably should have scored as well. Maybe yeah. better, but overall, I think it's seven, seven point five is a fair, yeah, fair. one, isn't it? Yeah, uh, so Brighton away at the weekend, tough game again. Brighton, three out of three, I think. You've won three games out of three, good start for them. How do you think we get on? Luke? Um, it'll be tough on it, as you said, there. They've won three out of three this season, they've had two tough away games. They beat Burnley and then they beat Cardiff in the cup midweek, they only beat Watford at home too. So they've had a I'd say an easier start than some. And this is probably their first test, isn't it? When you look at it, Everton, that's going to be the test for them. Um, but it will be a tough game. They're a decent side. They've got that more paid for sides. And then the defence is, is a nightmare too, isn't it? Lucas Doug, Shane Duffy. So they're, they're, they're not easy to play against, but I'm confident we'll go there and get a result. Yeah, well, we should be looking at going there and beating them. I understand they've had a Definitely. few good results. And as you said then, I think it was the best way of putting it. It's been easier. Yeah. Not easy, because no, no game's easy, is it? Let's be honest. No, spot on, spot on. Especially a team like Brighton, there's no easy games. They're the games they've got to win. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully with our strongest side, and we should win the game. That should be the aim. We can't miss opportunities. I understand the Leeds game, it's a bit different to look at it, because Leeds are looked at as a better side 
Aston Hudson, uh, Brighton, obviously. But we should go there and beat them. If no we want to do anything this year, we should go there and beat them. I don't think so. Oh, we haven't beat them there, though, yet, have we? Which is a bit worrying since they've been back in the Prem. I think we've been beat twice and drew once, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I should say, we've got, I've got bad memories from uh, Brighton. Well, we went, didn't we? Yeah, we went a few years <laughs> back, didn't we? Six hours there, six hours back, raining all day, and we got beat 1 0. Raining all day. <laughs> Just to make it even better. Me and you went in, we, yeah, remember that. Yeah, it wasn't great. I, I remember the last minute, Gilfie Sigson had a free kick, and I think he put it out of stadium. That's the one memory I've got from that game. We both can take them free kicks as well. 50 million per day, <laughs> you go. Yeah, but the less of the bar in the better to me, anyway, isn't it? Um, yeah, the thing about Brighton as well, the manager, Graham Potter, we were obviously linked with him in the summer, weren't we? Um, before we were linked with Benitez, his name was getting through about. But with Brighton, I think they play some some decent footy. When they first came up, they were associated with playing like that long ball style, weren't they? Um, but since he's come in, he's made them into a proper footballing team. And they actually play decent footy. So I, I know it's going to be a tough game on the weekend, but we were obviously linked with him, weren't we, too, before Benitez links. And I was one of them, we would have probably took a chance on Graham Potter. I don't know about yourself, but he was one of them, I was thinking, I'd, I'd take a gamble on that and see what we can do with it. Well, he was a different style to many of the managers that we were linked with, wasn't he? We knew what we were going to get. We were probably going to get a good ball playing side. That I don't know whether it was because they their striker didn't score enough goals last year or they suffered with injuries, but they didn't score enough goals, did they? For the, for the amount of players they had, the amount of chances that they created, they just didn't score enough goals, Brighton. But obviously this year, he's hoping to turn that round. I think he's got a good few good players. I think that Basuma in midfield, he is a great player. Every time I see him play, he looks brilliant. And I'm not saying that he could go and play for the best team in the world, but he's the type of player that we should, we should have been looking at. I understand we've got to call Ray now and we sit there and do that role now. But yeah. you know, no, he's some player. Remember that goal he scored at Goodison that season? Yeah, he scored some great goals. And he's he, a very good know, player. Not even his goals, which, I'm, which, I was, which focuses me in, as a player on him. I think it's just his ability to get around the pitch, break everything up, and then still be good on the ball. It's effective, isn't it? No, I agree with you. He's a good player, isn't he? But he's got other players to affect the pitch, like more players, not a bad player. That's what's uh, decent to solid at the back. But that assume is probably the one, isn't he? Well, you can see him going to the top, top club. Enough, I've just been on uh, the Sky Sports website and they said that we'll link with Mopay. Really, yeah? Yeah, I've just seen that link then. Neil Mopay? Yeah, Neil Mopay. So what? That wasn't, if he's going to be a backup, that's not a bad backup. But if he's willing sign, to, to be the backup, isn't he? Let's obviously be honest. Obviously, it all depends on price and if he's willing to come in and play 15, 20 games a year rather than 30, 35 games. But if we go with a cup run, he, I've, I've, oh, every time I've seen him play, I've always thought, you know what, he's a good player then. He's, he's a problem, isn't he? enough goals for his position. But he's a good player. There's no doubt about it. We can sell Keane and replace it with more pay. I'm happy yeah, with that. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be good business. That'd be don't good you don't overpay for more pay. Don't pay like 40 mil or something like that. We can get him for like 15, 20. It's got to be crazy. Uh, 15 exactly. million quid. 15, but that's what he's worth to play and think about it. They, they can easy trade. No, but we want 40 mil. Yeah, because obviously the transfer window, people don't get, people get a twist of the fact that what you value a player at Brighton, they value him completely different because he's completely different value to them to what he would be That's towards. It. If he leaves them, it messes them up completely, doesn't it? And they're going to struggle to replace him. If we went on to what, what we think Pesuma's worth, me and you stand here now, we'd probably say about 50 million quid. If mm. you went to a Brighton fan and said, what's Pesuma worth to Brighton? 100 million quid. Yeah, comfortably, easy. And that, that's just how they look at it, isn't it? So it's difficult to say. It's the same with Charleston for us, I think. I think a lot of people who I've spoke to on the outside maybe support a different club or don't watch him every week. You say, oh, he's not worth 80 million, eh? He's not worth 80 million. He doesn't score enough goals. But 
when you watch him play for Everton, sometimes you think he's definitely worth a hundred. He's worth definitely. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're watching every week and you see everything yeah. like that. But other teams don't see. You don't, you don't just see ten minutes on match of the yeah, day. You see every week what you see, don't you? See what people don't see. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, what do you reckon for the weekend? Then what's your position if you have to pick one now? Oh, you go first. I'm gonna say two one to the Blues. Two one to the Blues. Yeah. Uh, sneak it, but we'll get the job done. Two two. Two two, yeah. Yeah, I've, that's a fair result. That's a fair assessment. To be fair, yeah, but... I think two two or one one. I just don't. I don't know if we're gonna go there and win. I hope we do. I I I, I appreciate it if we did, but. Obviously, it's just a tough game. And well, you went for the win at least, and then I went for the draw, so we've swapped, we've yeah, swapped, swapped results like, there, haven't we? Yeah, like, so I think you probably got a better chance, chance of winning that game on the weekend than what we did at Leeds, but I thought we should have won the game at Leeds, so you never know. You never know. It'll be a tough game, but I'm confident we can go down and get a result. If Godfrey's back anyway, and Mina's in, and everyone's fifth, firing, Gray, Cavalier, and Charleston. Yeah, we've got enough problems team. there to cause them problems, haven't we? We've got enough 100%. people there, enough attacking options. But they can also cause us problems, so we'll see. It'll be a good game, I think. It'll be good to watch, actually. Yeah, decent do you game. know what I'm looking forward to? If you were in a neutral, you'd be in, into that, wouldn't you? You think Brighton yeah. and Everton, that'd yeah. be a decent game. I, yeah, yeah, it doesn't seem like a bad, uh, bad mix. Yeah, definitely. Right, we'll leave that there then uh, for this week. So, again, I just want to say a massive thank you for everybody who's tuned into the podcast so far and everyone who's followed it. And support has been amazing so far, so we can't thank you enough. As I mentioned earlier, our, our Instagram and Twitter is at underscore Everton Report, uh, and we'll be back on Tuesday, I'd imagine. We'll be reviewing the Brighton game and looking forward to next week's game, too. Yeah, they're, they're coming fast. All the podcasts are coming fast, so keep your eye out, Blues. Keep your eye out. Yeah, so thanks for listening. Take care, people. Yeah, thank you.